and we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Tonight is Monday, May the 4th. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I uh, am coming at you live, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take for this week is, um, and this one may be quarantine mania-induced, but my latest hot take is that all sports would be better if played by highly trained monkeys. Right. Because, you know, you think that all Rodius Chapman can throw a hard fastball, try like a gorilla <laughs> like a yeah. real silverback gorilla could probably throw the ball like 300 miles an hour if you train them how to throw a baseball. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm sure they could. And rip your arms off. <laughs> and then rip your arms off. Or like, you know, chimpanzees and skates playing hockey. Like, <laughs> that shit would be good. <laughs> Monkey knife fights on offshore <laughs> boats. Right. <clears throat> so I think that, you know, and this also, like, this pandemic has just shown how fragile the entire sports industry complex is because it's based right. on weak-ass humans. You know what I mean? Like, right. monkeys don't get coronavirus, probably. Uh, they do. Chimpanzees do. Well, maybe we don't use chimpanzees. Right. I don't know about those other animals. That was, that was a thing I read about. Maybe kind of sad, this uh, chimpanzee conservation in West Africa. I think Ghana, but I'm not sure. And they were like, we just found out that chimpanzees can get coronavirus. So stay the fuck away from us. Because they're, you know, they're basically human. Right. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, Jane Goodall would be the manager of the New York Yankees. That would be awesome. <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. I would definitely be into it. We I tweeted this this weekend this video. Uh, Rex Chapman is actually it was a retweeting Rex Chapman, and of the monkey on a motorcycle driving down the street, the monkey crashes and then grabs a toddler and just starts dragging this toddler away. I'm like, God damn, where's the excitement in my life? That's like. The Harambe story, except for they just, like, threw together a blockbuster sequel with, like, no plot and none of the original actors as a money grab. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. Like, it's Harambe, but he's on a motorcycle. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Harambe 2, son of Harambe. Right. But they couldn't get any of the actors because this is a direct-to-DVD kind of movie. Right, yeah, exactly. They just, like, (laughs) slashed the budget. They, like, fired the original director and writer, did the whole thing in-house. Sharknado. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yep, definitely. Monkey sports, monkey managers, monkey commissioners, monkey commissioner of baseball. It would just definitely be, like, monkey uh, uh, press conferences. You know what I mean? All done in sign language. (laughs) That would be really good for sign language. Yeah. You'd have to learn it. Like the losing manager gets really mad and starts flinging his poop at everybody with <laughs> all the monkey press corps, you know? Man, 
You have watched any of those governor updates where they always have the the sign language translator standing right next to them? I've seen a couple, but um, generally no. They should replace those people with gorillas. Like I think way more people would watch the governor's update. <laughs> it was like, what? That gorilla's fighting. That's true. And then all the deaf people would be like, what am I? Some sort of fucking idiot <laughs> to you? Exactly. Andrew Cuomo? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. All right. Moving on. Uh, continuing to try to occupy our time in the post-apocalyptic shutdown that we're living in, we tweeted a video from Hank Azaria, a.k.a. Brockmeyer, where he announces the starting lineup of random pieces of trash and detritus around his apartment. Now, I think this is a great idea, and we should start doing it also. Do you remember the Bud Bowl from the 80s? Yeah, and 90s? sure. Bud, 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 Bud Light? Right. Well, I've got, like, empty cans and empty bottles all over my house. Who's going to win the baseball game? You know, the uh, glass bottles or the aluminum cans? Yeah. I could set it up on my kitchen floor, like, measure out the distances uh, from home plate to first base, use a blueberry as a baseball. I think it would take at least an afternoon. (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, your cat comes in and eats the baseball? Right. Or just knocks all your cans over one at a time? That's <laughs> You'd, like, go to the bathroom, you'd come back, and everything would be knocked over? And it's just my kitchen is just withered with empty beer bottles. Right. <laughs> That's what it would be. You'd, like, go to the bathroom and, like, forget about it, and then walk into your kitchen and be like, oh, I just made a horrible mess. (laughs) (laughs) I just emptied out all my recycling onto the floor. (laughs) Uh, That's the best part about the quarantine is that you can come up with these ideas and they seem like good ideas at the time. Yeah. And there's no one to tell you not to. And there's no one to tell you not to. No reason not to. Right. So, like, you're not at work, so... (laughs) Why wear pants, you know? <laughs> oh, man. All right. You got a lot of great ideas where that came from. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Uh, shout out to everybody who listened to us last week. Thank you very much. I just posted earlier today another episode. Check that one out. Um about how, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff. Coronavirus, the Miami Marlins don't realize that there's coronavirus because nobody comes to their baseball games anyway. Right. Uh, thanks for everybody who listened to that. Champaign, Illinois, Mountain View, California, Barcelona, Spain, Bend, Oregon, Dublin, Ireland, Cincinnati, Bronx, Pittsburgh, Festus, Missouri, Las Vegas, Wake Forest, North Carolina, Los Angeles, Moscow. Please continue to listen to us. Uh, you can follow us on the internet, uh, Twitter at Dump on the Ump. We have a Facebook page, Dump on the Ump. And you can listen to us on any of your social media uh, applications, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Um, thank you very much. Tell a friend. All right. You ready to get to the headlines, Sam? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. 
All right, headline number one. This one is me. We talked about Taiwan baseball last week. This week, let's talk about Korean baseball. The Korean Baseball League is going to start streaming live tonight on ESPN. This is good news, people. The first live baseball of the season is going to be available tonight when the NC Dinos take on the Samsung Lions. The rest of the league is rounded out by the SK Wyverns, the Key Womb Heroes, the LG Twins, the Doosan Bears, the KT Wiz, the Lata Giants, the Kia Tigers, and the Hanwha Eagles. Sam is rooting. I, no, I'm rooting for the Wyverns. Sam has decided that he's a huge dino guy. Huge. Huge dino guy. Question. Do you think the Samsung Lions are going to use iPads and Apple Watches to seal signs or not? I think no. I think that they're going to stay. I mean, I think that, like, you know, in um, America, there was a hilarious headline about how someone had broken into a Samsung office building and stolen all their iPads. Okay. I think in Korea, they're a little bit more true to their brand than that. Gotcha. Right. That's the joke. Okay. Right. And I think that, you know, oh, you didn't get the joke? It took me a minute. I'm slow. Go on. Because Samsung and Samsung is the main right competitor to Apple, and they have like all the same products. And the I haven't left my house in weeks, Sam. I haven't (laughs) left my house in weeks. That's the joke. The joke (laughs) is that do you think that the Samsung lines are still using iPads? That's the Apple iPad. I think that they're not. That's what I think. I believe that they're a little. They have a little bit more brand loyalty to their Samsung overlords in Korea. Also, go for it. It just seems like some of these teams are owned by corporations and some are like regional teams. I was going to ask about that. What do the abbreviations stand for? Have you been able to figure it out? LG is definitely another electronics company, isn't it? Oh, it's LG, like, yeah, yeah, I know. The printers or whatever? Yeah, but what about SKNC or KT? I don't know. What is I mean, I guess they're honest about it. That's something I've always thought is interesting about American sports, or North American sports at least, where they're named after the town or the region that they're from, but they're not, they're corporate-owned entities, Right. It's not like, you know, the Chicago White Sox all belong to the city of Chicago. You know, they belong to Guaranteed Rate Mortgage Company. SK is Sunk Young Group, which is a telecom company. So these are all owned by telecom companies. <laughs> well, I feel like Doosan. Well, I don't know. Maybe let's see what it is. But also shout out to their cool names. I guess some of those right. names, you know, the, the Bears, the Eagles, the Tigers, the Lions, fine. Tigers, Lions, and Bears, oh my, Eagles. The Heroes, that's pretty cool. The Wiz, love it. And then, right, the Wyverns and the Dinos, that's awesome. I think uh, Korea's got something on us. In terms of naming the sports teams, Doosan Group is a conglomerate. Uh oh. 
finance uh, maybe? 471st in the Fortune 500, Global 500. Okay. They they do everything, probably. I mean, I assume so. Yeah. Business areas, let's see. Yeah. All right. Well, to get on my little soapbox real quick, if we in America had been doing it right, we could be playing baseball. And by right, I mean the coronavirus bullshit. We could be playing baseball. Remember, South Korea had their first coronavirus uh, case the exact same day that the United States of America did. And they're a much more densely populated nation. Right, much more urban, yeah. Yeah. But they took it seriously. They went on lockdown. They followed the rules. And now they get to play baseball. Right. And we still but don't. Not even close. No, not even close. And that's just what makes me upset, right? <sighs> anyway, go with Boons. It's on late at night, midnight, 1 a.m. on ESPN. If you need to watch baseball, Korea is here for it. Speaking of which, you ready? Yeah, moving on. Moving on, because this next one's a good one, too. All, it looks like all of these companies are huge companies. Yeah, big tech, big fine. Big room is security. Huh. Uh, anyway. Interesting. <clears throat> we could also just learn a lot about the economy of South Korea. That would be fun. Yeah. I, I feel like South Korea is like what all of the world is going to be is like in the like South Korea is like the future that is shown in all of the like sci-fi future movies. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like huge urban area. Everything is like massive owned by massive corporations that employ everybody and also supply all the housing and like, you know, media and all of that. Right. But somehow that, like, corporate, quasi-fascist, dystopian future is still better than what we have now. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, <clears throat> yeah, everything is, like, controlled, like, entertainment, everything's just controlled by Samsung, basically. Right, or Han Wa, or Kia, or Kia the car or, company. Or Kia, the car company. <laughs> um, so, we're keeping it with ESPN, which is our main competitor, as you know, is right, sports, like for the top of sports media market share in this country. At least. <clears throat> at least. We're way bigger than them in South Korea. I just want to say But ESPN, the worldwide leader for now in sports, has restored, has resorted to re-releasing ESPN Ocho, the this last week, Icelandic actor and strongman Hafthor Bjornsson set a world record for the deadlift when he lifted 1,104 pounds. You probably know Hafthor <clears throat> better as Sir Gregor the Mountain Clegane from HBO's Game of Thrones. But this got me thinking. What other athletic feats do you think ESPN can get B-list celebrities to attempt in order to fill up airtime at Bristol, Connecticut. Right? Like, yeah. everybody's on lockdown anyway. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, Britney Spears do a handstand for 30 seconds, and we're going right. to put it on ESPN. Like, Flava Flav in a hot dog yeah. eating competition? Exactly. <laughs> Against himself, because there's Against, nobody else is out. Right. Exactly. Against his clock. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I, I've, I told you this. I spent a big chunk of an afternoon watching the SNL at home uh, videos on YouTube. And it's sad and funny at the same time because all these uh, actors, they have to come up with their skits on their own and then just like film themselves doing it in their house. Right. Like, what, what can we make athletes and celebrities start doing? Um, right? Like, we know Michael Jordan's really good at basketball, but, you know, how about putting him on an Iron Chef cooking competition? Right. In his own home. In his own home, with whatever's in his house. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, <clears throat> make Michael Jordan, no, make Shaq quarantine in a tiny house or a tiny <laughs> home. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's reality television. Right. How long until he loses his mind? Right, and just like bursts out of it like the Kool-Aid man. I read uh, Half Thor Bjornsson. He's six foot nine, 425 pounds. Right. That's amazing. He's a big, big boy. He's a big dude, and he can still lift almost three times his own weight. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even lift my own weight, probably, above my head. Yeah, right? That'd be hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> I could maybe pick up my own weight and then, like... And, like, take it to the laundry room? Like, bust a hernia and, like, yeah. slip a couple of discs and call it a day. You know what I mean? Right. Other option, this might be the way to go, though. Get fucking half for Bjornsson to do his own show where he like motivates people to do exercise from their quarantine homes. Right. And by motivate, I mean threaten. Right, right. Just like, <clears throat> what about a thing where he just has like a webcam? You know how like, uh, they're like the sex webcams where you can like tell women to do stuff and then you like donate money and they'll do it you know wait what <laughs> yeah. it's the thing it's a whole it's a huge industry now it's like the future of uh sex uh the, the sex, sex, is, sex yeah sex business yeah. um <clears throat> so what if he had the same thing but it was just like he was just in a room with a bunch of like big rocks and like giant tires <laughs> and you're like oh yeah holgar Pick up that tank tire over there and be like, okay, that'll be $15. And then you like send him $15 via Venmo and he goes and picks it up for you. You know what I mean? Uh, Pick that one up. Uh, They're like, oh, you see see that rock over there? Pick up that rock. The problem with that is that you'd be watching it with whatever, 200,000 other people, and you know that like 2,000 of them are getting off on it. Right. At least. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, you gotta <laughs> do Hey, I don't know if 200,000 people would be subscribing to that, like, Pornhub live stream <laughs> channel. Um, 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 after we'll be it shit up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's the new economy. You gotta do what you gotta do. Right, so that guy is like, well, exactly. This could be right. big for him. Anyway, Holtharb, you don't have an agent already. Call me up because right. 
Anyway, um, two fun facts about this guy that because he's come across, you know, the pop culture radar for his role in Game of Thrones. Right. Um, I think he eats three dozen eggs for breakfast and every morning or maybe just the egg whites. But either way, it's three dozen of them. And then um, him and actor Peter Dinklage became and this could just be like feel good propaganda, but apparently they became like good pals on set and would like hang out and go out to eat together and like just chill, you know. So if he goes, if he eats three dozen eggs for breakfast, let's assume that he does. Yeah. And he goes out to a restaurant with Peter Dinklage. Right. Do you think he orders three different entrees, or what, fuck three entrees, six entire yeah. entrees at a fancy restaurant? Probably. And then Peter Dinklage is like, I'll have like a half grapefruit and a cup of granola. Or yeah, something, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess. There's just, like, being that large, There's it's just a completely yeah. different world that you have to, like, live in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, it's not like, he's not, like, obese. You know what I mean? No, he's huge. He's, he's like... A yeah. giant man who can pick up over a thousand pounds <laughs> by himself, like, above his head. <laughs> which is insane. Well, and it makes me think, and, you know, this is kind of sad because... What's the what's the precedent here? Like it's Andre the Giant, it's it's the Rock. It's like all these. When is he going to join the WWF? First of all, right. That's the next move for him because it's Hulk Hogan, it's the Rock, it's Andre the Giant, George Milosan, and the Newt Bull possibly. But all those guys also die really young. Yeah. So that's what I'd be. Well, worried. you can't eat three dozen eggs a day and like expect to live very long. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So, uh, I think, I think half the way Bjornsson, he is a, we are a fan of him. Let's get him on the show sometime. Yeah. I don't know if he, he's quite dumped on the all-star status yet, but well, if we can keep get him up. on the show and just tell him to pick things up for us. <laughs> then that's a, First ballot in the dump on the Apollo Day, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, I'll see if he's on Twitter. Let's yeah, see if he's on Twitter. See if he'll come on the podcast and we can just tell him to pick heavy things up around his house. Like Hafthar, Half, Half, what's his name? Half Thor. I think it's pronounced half, like Half of Thor. Like Half what? Thor. Yeah. Half Thor, pick your couch up above <laughs> your head and spin around in a circle until you get dizzy. <laughs> or like. <laughs> You know, pick up your motorcycle, throw it into your neighbor's yard. All right. Half Thor Bjornsson on a motorcycle versus a monkey on a motorcycle. Who wins? Like who's stealing that child? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Half Thor probably, but the monkey's quicker. Right. Yeah, exactly. That that would be the monkey's advantage. (laughs) <laughs> welcome welcome to our new quarantine game show steal that child <laughs> right today yeah. half the way beyond it versus a monkey right half 
Thor Bjornsson stars in Harambe 2, <laughs> son of Harambe. Steal that child. Right, as the child. As the child. <laughs> uh, it's a real wrinkle. It's a real twist. Yeah, we're getting into C-blocks, but this is good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. <clears throat> oh, I shouldn't have put this last. That's okay. All right. Forget everything yeah. said because now we're going to talk serious baseball. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like hard record scratch in the B block right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last month, theathletic.com ran an article by Dr. Meredith Wills about a study that she conducted into the use of baseballs by Major League Baseball during the 2019 postseason. Briefly, she found out that MLB probably ran out of balls. Like, they literally ran out of balls during the year, meaning that they had to resort to using older baseballs during the playoffs. Why does this matter? Because the older baseballs were not juiced, meaning that they had more drag and would carry as far through the, and would not carry as far through the air, so you're going to hit fewer home runs. Now... There's no evidence, odds are, that this did not meaningfully affect the result. But the issue that Wills makes is that MLB and the teams, the independent teams, are making mad bank because they're immediately selling game balls online after each and every game, and they're starting to run out of baseballs. Uh, She says that over the last several years, the number of baseballs that a team goes through per game has gone from about 300 to over 400 per game. And a lot of it is because they're trying to make money off of the baseballs. This could affect the game further on down the line, and she has an interesting argument that could actually affect minor league baseball, but I'm not feeling confident enough to talk about that. So, question, Sam. Does any of this even fucking matter since you're not playing baseball games right now well, I think it's interesting. I don't know that it matters, but it is interesting because it's like people are like, the balls are juiced, and other people are like, but we're not, nothing's changed with the balls. The balls are always the same. So if it's true that this, they were using different balls in the 2019 postseason, and there were like fewer home runs, and the ball went on average less far, that's like some real raw data that people could look into and be like, actually, the balls are juiced. Right. So that would be an interesting thing, A. Also, I have a couple questions for you about this. Yes, what yes. is Dr. Meredith Wills a doctor of? Right. Good question. Um, and they're actually using more, they're, it's like confirmed that they're using more balls just so they can sell more balls after game. It's games. It's like a straight up capitalistic thing. They, they, they believe that the vast majority of the increase in baseball usage is because teams are grabbing the ball. They're, they're putting aside a certain number of used game balls to sell online immediately after each game. She's a data scientist. Yep. Um, works for the Baseball Hall of Fame and Negro League Baseball Museum. I've been there. Yeah, I want to go there. But I can't because of the lockdown. Right. Also, you're no longer welcome in Kansas City because of comments made on this podcast. Right. (laughs) 
sports data product specialist for sports media technology. Um, she's got an interesting, I'm trying to find it scrolling up. Um, yeah, here it is. I mean, it's the Red Sox, of course. But you can go online. She's got a screenshot here. Between 60 and $100, you can buy a 2019 Boston Red Sox used baseball game, uh, game used baseball. Uh-huh. Choose your game date. For some reason, it's $60 to buy a baseball that was used in June or August, but it's $100 to buy a baseball that was used in July, which is weird. Probably they play the Yankees more often in July. No, that doesn't even make sense. Um, but I also think, I mean, you mentioned it. I, In my opinion, and I should know if this is a fact. He's an astrophysicist. Sorry. That's cool. Yeah. You think she's an Astros fan? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think maybe you should date this girl. This girl? How old is she? <laughs> I don't know. Sweet. I, <laughs> listen, to pod- <laughs> listen to the podcast. <laughs> Stocks this woman online. a scientist, Fremont, California. Um, she went to Harvard. That's Dude. Yeah, great. Um, oh. Anyway. Yeah, I'll send her a DM. Yeah, uh, slide into her LinkedIn DMs real quick. Are you on LinkedIn right now? I'm on LinkedIn, yeah. Awesome. But I also think, I mean, so much other shit's going on right now, but eventually baseball is going to have to deal with the ball situation. And they're going to have to do deal with the bottom line capitalist situation, especially in light of what's been going on in the minor leagues. Like, I guess I wanted to talk about this because there is so much money out there. And then, you know, Rob Manfred turns around and, and cries poverty. Right? Right. No, there's no poverty here. Well, they could be doing so much more. Right. And it's also, it's a thing, it's like, even if you lose money, like, year to year, the value of your investment goes up so much. Right. Like, you buy a baseball team right now for two, three billion dollars, it's like 10 years from now, it's going to be worth, like, six billion dollars or ten billion dollars. And it's like, how much money are you losing every year? A hundred million max, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like even yeah. if you're not even trying to win games, you're making money. Well, <clears throat> speaking of which, we should start a Patreon for people to give us money so we can buy the Mets before A Rod does. Right. It will just we'll frame it like if we don't buy the Mets, A Rod is going to buy the Mets. Right. Two billion dollars. We'll do a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe for two point five billion dollars, so that A Rod. So we can outbid A. We can outbid A Rod to buy the Mets. (laughs) Um, she's got a funny paragraph here that I thought was very interesting. Uh, the MLB ball performed differently than anticipated, with an impact far beyond a fifty-eight percent increase in home runs. According to a AAA team officials, ball usage skyrocketed. 
The number and frequency of reorders didn't just go up. They took on a level of urgency. As one executive put it, orders had to be placed in a timely fashion so we didn't run out. So um, check out this article. It's really interesting. Um, and it's, I, I think it's that the balls have been juiced. MLB is interested in increasing home run production. But You've been screaming juice balls since the beginning. Right. It, yeah. I'm right. You're, you're a big juice ball guy. I am. I'm right, god damn it. <laughs> you're only, yeah, no, I want to be the Alex Jones of baseball. <laughs> baseball conspiracy theories. <laughs> Um, but also, like, the ways I, I, I want to learn more. Like, I didn't know about, or I hadn't thought about how they sell these balls online. Like, because you go to a baseball game, that's still one of my dreams. I'm 35 years old. I would love to catch a foul ball. Right? Right. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Right? But that's I can story also... you can tell for the rest of your fucking life. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can also just go online and buy a baseball for $60 and lie to people. I'd like to go to a baseball game, catch a home run ball, throw it back, and get kicked out of the game. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. <clears throat> That's what I want. Anyway, I don't know if anybody else thought that was interesting, but, but I wanted to bring that up. Um, all right, what did we forget to talk about? Um... Balls are juiced. ESPN sucks. ESPN sucks. Korean baseball is all owned by massive corporations. Yeah. Kim Jong-un runs a shadow league in North Korea. Oh, man. There's a a baseball team in North Korea that's just all Kim Jong-un clones. Yeah. Well, no, the, all of the teams are just named after the state. That's it's like <laughs> North Korea team number one, North Korea team number two. It's like the glorious Republic of North Korea Tigers, the glorious Republic of North Korea Eagles. <laughs> and the Boston Red Sox. Right. Yeah. Exactly, that's where Hank Steinbrenner is right now. (laughs) Oh, man, that's something that we should ask about. How many, uh, we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but it was uh, Manny Ramirez was trying to get into Taiwan, the Taiwan League, right? Yeah, which would be amazing. And he's 47. Yes. Yeah. But he's played there before. When? Uh, Never mind. I don't don't remember. Yeah. Um, but during, you know, during the coronavirus quarantine, uh, are we going to see MLB players trying to get into the Taiwan or the Korea or possibly the Japan league? I don't think that they can without voiding their contracts. Oh. So no. Okay. So no. Because it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, some people who are free agents, or maybe they will. Right. Or retire. Yeah. If you're Manny Ramirez and you, you're not doing Yasiel Puig. Yeah. Contract? I don't know. Yeah. Man, that guy. 
We should get him on the podcast. Oh, Blake Snell won the uh, the MLB The Show tournament, if anybody cares. I don't think anyone do, does. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump quarantine version. Today is Monday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Even though I'm not a Star Wars fan, really. Um, he's not. He's a free agent. Yes, he is. Yeah. Wait, you're not a you're not a Star Wars fan? Not a big Star Wars fan. You know, I would peg you as a Star Wars fan. Most people think I'm a Star Wars fan. Like, I think it's very mediocre. I really do. Huh. Don't tell any of your Star Trek. I mean, don't tell any of your D&D pals that. All right. Well. <laughs> the overlap I, there is pretty big, I think. No, but I've never gotten in as much trouble on Twitter than when I started talking shit about Star Wars for some reason. Really? Yeah. The Star Wars fans come after you hard on Twitter. It's scary. That's crazy, because you say some yeah. fucked up shit on Twitter. <laughs> it did. Yeah, man, Star Wars fans. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. This has been Dub on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. If you like what you listen to, give us a rating and a review on Apple iTunes. Tell a friend. You can follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. We have a Facebook page. Um, and you can listen to us on any of your social media apps, Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. For Sam, my name is Joel. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.